1: Podcast.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Packaday Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're not getting notifications, make sure to do that as well. I'm going to say this right up front this episode should probably have a trigger warning on it. So I am going to give you that trigger warning right now. This is going to be uncomfortable. This isn't going to be fun. This is going to be, for those of you who are huge Packer fans, maybe a little bit of a glutton for punishment, and maybe just want to do a deep dive into why Green Bay doesn't have maybe another Super Bowl over the last, I don't know, decade plus. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Packers' failure to evaluate the defensive back position, both safety and corner. And I think this is one of the real true keys that they messed up and why Green Bay does not have another Super Bowl in the Aaron Rodgers era, because they were awful. And I mean, awful at evaluating defensive backs. Now, there's a lot of different ways to evaluate talent. And clearly a huge part of that is through the draft process and studying prospects and selecting players throughout the draft. But there's another key element that is also super important, and that is evaluating the talent that is currently on your roster and knowing when to move on from players and knowing when you know you have a good player that you wanna keep on your roster for a reasonable price and all of those sorts of things. So not only evaluating prospects, not only drafting players, getting undrafted players, but also evaluating the talent that's currently on your team and deciding, hey, should we keep this talent or should we go in a different direction? And this is where Green Bay failed in a massive, massive way. In all of it, by the way, in evaluating players at the draft process, but also in evaluating their own talent. So Here's their draft picks from 2012 to 2021 and this is the main, you know, area that I'm going to be discussing here. But I'm going to go year by year and show you exactly what they had at the defensive back position, what decisions that they made and why it was an unmitigated train wreck. So Not for the faint at heart, but I do think it's an interesting deep dive, and it just goes to show you how something that seemingly doesn't matter that much at the time, taking a you know corner a safety in the first round or whatever the case may be, can ultimately end to a trickle down effect. If you get the wrong guy, that can affect your roster for years and potentially even cost you Super Bowl opportunities or maybe even Super Bowl trophies. So here were their draft picks. First of all, just to give you a little bit of background here, in 2012 they drafted Casey Hayward. Things are going swimmingly. They drafted him in the second round in 20. 2013, they get Micah Hyde in the fifth round. Once again, things going pretty darn well, right? In 2014, they draft HaHa Clinton Dix in the first round. We'll talk more about that, but certainly at least the start of his career, it looked like he was going to be a talented safety that they were going to be able to, you know, sort of develop and grow around. That was understandable at the time. And then things start to go a little bit off the rails. In 2015, they draft Demarius Randall and Quinton Rollins in round one and two. Ladarius Gunter comes in as an undrafted free agent. They draft Kevin King in 2017. They draft Josh Jones in 2017 in the second round. Jair Alexander in 2018 was a masterpiece of how Goot maneuvered and was able to get him, so no question about that. But they also double down and get Josh Jackson in the second round. They take Darnell Savage in the first round in 2019, and then Eric Stokes in the first round in 2021. So before we jump into anything, that's just sort of how they spent some of their draft gap. but well, there were some later round picks, some Dimitri Goodsons and stuff like that. I'm not as concerned about that because you're going to miss on some 5th, 6th, 7th round picks from time to time. No harm, no foul. Everyone does that. It just happens. But overall, those were their draft picks. But how we got to the point that they are at today, how some of those things really caused major chaos and... I don't know, just failure in the secondary is what I really want to dig into and dive deeper into. So let's start with that. Let's start back in 2012 when they drafted Casey Hayward. So In 2012, when they drafted Casey Hayward, here's their corner room. And remember, 2010 was the Super Bowl season. So you had Tremont Williams and Sam Shields still playing at a high level. You also had Devon House on the roster, which is a really nice like number three, number four corner potentially. You've got Casey Hayward, who you just drafted in the second round. And your safeties are Charles Woodson and Morgan Burnett. So you are in a pretty darn good spot at your defensive back position, when you've got Tremont, Shields, Hayward, House, Woodson, and Burnett. We're starting at a very, very good spot. It's going to get worse, unfortunately. And like I said, trigger warning in advance. So in 2013, some good, some bad. The good, they draft Micah Hyde in day three of the draft. A huge draft pick that has a ton of potential. He goes on to be a good punt returner. They play him a little bit out of position in slot, but that's a huge pick for them. Unfortunately, they also let Charles Woodson go too early. And that ended up causing major issues as well. Charles Woodson went on to have three very good seasons left in the NFL, no question about it. And instead of having Charles Woodson on the roster, they go with safeties like MD Jennings and Jerron McMillan. Not great. That is a big difference. And you know, if you want to talk about a year later in 2014, a certain NFC championship game that didn't go according to plan, and now eventually they would have haha at that time. But Maybe if they have a Charles Woodson still on the roster, who is still playing at an incredibly high level, maybe things turn out a little bit differently in that game. Maybe, just maybe. But in 2013, they let Charles Woodson go. They draft Micah Hyde, and now their defensive backroom looks at corner. They've got Tremont Williams, Sam Shields, Casey Hayward, Devon House, and now Micah Hyde as well, who is a corner to begin with. So things are still looking great at corner. And then at safety, they've got Morgan Burnett, but it's now MD Jennings and Jerron McMillan at the other safety position. And like I said, in 2013, that could have been a Charles Woodson still playing at a high level. Instead, you're rolling out MD Jennings and Jerron McMillan, which was a one of like really the first big mistake for Green Bay. All right. In 2014, then they draft Haha Clinton Dix in the first round. And why did they draft Haha Clinton Dix in the first round? because they didn't keep Charles Woodson. And at some point they would have needed to go younger at safety, but in that year, in that year that they drafted HaHa, Charles Woodson still playing at a very high level. So they could have still had one of the best defensive backs in football, in my opinion, and Charles Woodson on the roster, even into 2014. They probably still draft HaHa at that time, just because even if Woodson would have been still on the roster, like his time was at that point up, like he wasn't going to play much longer, but they could have still had Charles at that time. And maybe they go with a different first round player and who knows, like that's like a big what if, but I can understand why they picked HaHa at that time. But now you've got at your cornerback position, Tremont, Sam Shields, Casey Hayward, Devon House, still looking very, very good. And at safety, you've got Morgan Burnett. HaHa Clinton Dix, and now Micah Hyde started playing a little bit of safety as well. So you're still looking really, really good. However, Tremont Williams, Sam Shields starting to get up there in age. You're still not exactly sure what you kind of have in Casey Hayward or Devon House. Safety Morgan Burnett also starting to get up there a little bit. Micah Hyde, you're not quite sure what you have, and now you've got this first round pick in HaHa Clinton Dix, but still a lot of different, you know, a lot of talent at the defensive back position, even going into 2014. The other thing I'll say here is, when we talk about Haha ha Clinton Dix, we talked about if if Charles Woodson is you know on the roster, maybe they don't go with Haha ha Clinton Dix. But the bigger thing here is if they had evaluated Micah Hyde correctly and realized that he could have potentially been one of the best safeties in the league, well, now you're talking about, all right, do we even need to spend a first round pick on safety? Maybe we go in a different direction. Morgan Burnett and Micah Hyde at safety should have been more than fine. And you could, you know, could have still had Charles Woodson for one more season. So drafting a, a HaHa Clinton Dix in the first round, which ultimately, even though we had a couple good seasons, did not end up being a good draft pick overall for Green Bay. And they ended up trading him away to Washington a few years later. Like, they may not have even had to go in the safety direction had they initially evaluated Micah Hyde correctly and maybe, like I said, kept Charles Woodson around. Even if they wanted to go safety at that spot, The safety that was taken just a handful of spots, actually nine selections after Ha Ha Clinton Dix, Jimmy Ward, the 49er safety, who just signed another huge contract with the Houston Texans this offseason. So even if they wanted a safety there, going with a Jimmy Ward would have been a much better option. And Jimmy Ward would have given them some hybrid slot star plus safety potential. It would have been a much better opportunity than going with Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who was just a true safety. And when you already had a Morgan Burnett and a Micah Hyde, like it just, in my opinion, would have been, you know, given you a, a bit more flexibility flexibility in the back end of that defense. And of course he just ended up being a much better player. Hindsight's beautiful. So we can all see this in hindsight. Those are tough decisions to make in real time, but it should go without saying here that there was a better safety on the board nine spots later that got selected by the 49ers. Jimmy Ward and all those 49ers defenses gave the Packers a ton of headaches. Haha, Clinton Dix did not do the same to the 49ers in all of their playoff matchups. So that was another failed evaluation. Even if they wanted to go safety, like I said, this is a double, this is a double sword, right? had they kept Woodson and evaluated Micah Hyde correctly, they probably don't even need to take a safety there. Even if they did take a safety, they took the wrong one. And that is going to be the story of basically this entire defensive back evaluation process for the Green Bay Packers. And again, we know how 2014 ended and they use their safeties properly. And you know, if I don't even want it like this deserves a double trigger warning, but if haha clicks it haha Clinton Dix isn't on the field to, you know, not mess up the two-point conversion, like do things end maybe differently if that's a Charles Woodson or if maybe Micah Hyde's in that spot, you know, who knows? But it could have been potentially better. All right, 2015. They finally let Tremont Williams walk away, who, by the way, ended up with five really solid seasons left in him and then ended up back in Green Bay anyway, because they realized they kind of made a mistake down the line and brought him back. Now you've got Sam Shields, who's again, getting up there in age. Casey Hayward is still on the roster. Micah Hyde, who is again, going between corner and safety. Now they got to Randall, Quentin Rollins, and Ladarius Gunter as well. So they bring in this new trio of corners. And at safety, you've now got HaHa Clinton Dix and Morgan Burnett. And here's the other thing that I want to mention here. The drafting of HaHa Clinton Dix, not only could, if they evaluated Micah Hyde better, like they probably didn't need HaHa Clinton Dix, but the drafting of HaHa Clinton Dix forced Micah Hyde back into that sort of slot corner role where they already had Casey Hayward. And Quinton Rollins and Demaryius Randall, specifically Demaryius Randall played a little bit in that position as well. So you didn't have a great spot for Micah Hyde, which also didn't allow you to evaluate Micah correctly as a true safety, which again, didn't get you the full evaluation that you needed to eventually maybe keep him. Of course, he would go on to become one of the best safeties in the NFL in Buffalo. So that drafting of Haha Clinton Dix and not evaluating Micah Hyde correctly potentially cost them a future Pro Bowl and All-Pro safety because they didn't get a look at him at safety because they couldn't play him there because they drafted a first round safety. So here we have, uh, again, in um, after letting Tremont walk, they've got the the Shields, Hayward, Hyde, Randall, Rollins, Gunter at corner with HaHa, Clinton, Dix, and Morgan Burnett at safety. The issue here is they didn't even need Demarius Randall or Quentin Rollins. They had plenty of talent already in that defensive backfield. By the way, Preston Smith available when Demarius Randall is on the clock. Frank Clark and Tyler Lockett taken right after the Quentin Rollins selection. So they again, they didn't even need corners. And there were some super talented players taken directly after those, which is going to happen in most draft cases. But we're looking at now, and if they would have kept Tremont Williams, like if they just kept Tremont Williams too, instead of going with a first and second round pick and maybe using that first and second round pick on other positions, because you don't even need them at defensive back, like your defensive backfield that year could have still been Tremont Williams, Sam Shields, Casey Hayward at corner with Morgan Burnett and um, Micah Hyde at safety. Like they were totally fine. They, they like brought this pain upon themselves by going completely in a direction at corner and safety that they didn't need to go in. So, that is extremely frustrating that now all of a sudden you brought in these three new players and Randall Rollins. And listen, Gunter is gonna get the, the brunt uh, like a little bit of this as well. He was a good undrafted free agent. Like if, if he could have been your number six corner as an undrafted free agent, that's a really nice find. If he has to be your starter in a playoff game, covering the opposing team's number one wide receiver in Odell Beckham, not great. And the reason that you got to that point is because you failed evaluating your own talent and you failed evaluating your draft prospects that you selected with premium draft capital. And Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins. So that was the big breaking point. Letting Tremont walk, bringing in specifically Randall and Rollins when you had Casey Hayward and Micah Hyde on the roster, bringing in a Haha Clinton Dix in the first round when you probably just should have put Micah Hyde there in the first place. Just a horrible series of events that would go on to lead to some awful secondary play. And what does it immediately do in 2016? It forces you to move on basically from Casey Hayward. They move on from Casey Hayward who would go on to become one of the best corners in the NFL, period. Like He was fantastic at his time in San Diego right after he left Green Bay and still was really good even through basically last season. So, that was a massive mistake. And the only reason they let Casey Hayward walk is because they just drafted Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins in the first and second round, discovered a Ladarius Gunter in undrafted free agency. They still had a Sam Shields, they still had a Micah Hyde. They still had Morgan Burnett and Haha Clinton Dix. So they're feeling hey, we got Shields, Randall, Hyde, Rollins, Gunter at corner. We don't need to pay Casey Hayward. He can go. We still got Morgan Burnett and Haha Clinton Dix at safety. So we don't we don't need to spend additional money on free agents or like or on a, just retaining Casey Hayward. We're 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 good. And that was... The first, well, not the first, but we're, we're clearly well past that at this point. But this was another massive mistake. And again, it all goes back to drafting Quentin Rollins and Demarius Randall when you didn't need to, making poor evaluations on those players, and more specifically, not evaluating Micah Hyde, evaluating Micah Hyde and Casey Hayward correctly, knowing that these were going to be big time players in the NFL and already understanding what you had on the roster. So now Casey Hayward's gone. Now Sam Shields, who's very much up there in age and about to unfortunately have some concussion issues. You've got Shields, Demarius Randall. you still have Micah Hyde, Quentin Rollins, Ladarius Gunter, Morgan Burnett, and HaHa Clinton-Dix. But you can see that this is starting to get watered down a little bit. And you're now at the point where you still should have in this season had probably Sam Shields, Tremont Williams, Casey Hayward, Morgan Burnett, and Micah Hyde at safety. Like you still could have had a really good secondary, but you didn't because you moved on from Hayward and drafted a bunch of really bad defensive backs. In 2017, they brought back Devon House and let Micah Hyde walk in free agency. They also draft Kevin King and Josh Jones, and now Sam Shields is gone. He obviously had some of the injury issues, but in Devon House, Kevin King, Josh Jones, out Micah Hyde and Sam Shields. Holy hell. All right. So now your cornerback room, now your cornerback room is Demerit This is the 2017 corner room. This is your um, if you're still with me at this point, like, I love you. Kudos to you. This is probably the point where you're going to leave vomiting. Your 2017 cornerback room is Demarius Randall, Quinton Rollins, Devon House, Ladarius Gunter, and Kevin King. (sighs) Meanwhile, at safety, you still have Morgan Burnett and HaHa Clinton Dix. Josh Jones, you spent a second round pick on. Kentrell Bryce gets brought in as an undrafted free agent who they start to like probably more than they should.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Hey, everybody. Here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Kevin King, we all know the TJ Watt scenario that was sitting out there. If you still have a Casey Hayward and a Micah Hyde on the roster, do you even need to spend the second round pick on a Kevin King. Probably not. If, again, if Tremont is still there, Josh Jones, you know who's still on the board when Josh Jones is selected? Juju Smith-Schuster, Deion Dawkins, Larry Ogunjobi, Elvin Kamara, a guy named Cooper Cup. Oh, so some really talented players on the board when Kevin King and Josh Jones are drafted. Instead, they make horrible evaluations on both of those players and probably would not have needed either if Micah Hyde and Casey Hayward are still on the roster. All right. That's 2017. So you, at this point, you still should have had Hayward, Burnett, Hyde, Tremont Williams, maybe a Devon House in there. Maybe they still drafted a HaHa Clinton Dix at that point. Like you still could have had a pretty darn good secondary, certainly better than a Demarius Randall, Quentin Rollins, Devon House, Ladarius Gunter, Kevin King sort of scenario. In 2018, they trade away the failed Demarius Randall. They bring back Tremont Williams. They let go of Ladarius Gunter. They let Morgan Burnett walk. They draft Josh, uh, excuse me, Josh Jackson in the second round. And finally, finally, after basically five seasons of doing nothing but garbage in the secondary, they find Jair Alexander in the first round. So there is some light here by getting Jair Alexander. Finally, thankfully. They also though, unfortunately, with the Josh Jones selection, some guys on the board at that point, Christian Kirk, Dallas Goddard, but here's the bigger one. Jesse Bates, the all pro safety is on the board when they take Josh Jones. They didn't even get the right safety. If all of a sudden you've got Jesse Bates coming in with Jair Alexander in the same secondary, I'm like, oh, that like hurts. So, um, so he could have been there and that would have been obviously instead of Josh Jackson, not instead of Josh Jones, but like he could have been uh, like a phenomenal safety for Green Bay. So they just, again, they did a terrible job uh, with their selection there of um, of Josh Jackson and and um, they, they thankfully did well with uh, Jair Alexander. But my goodness, just the, the hits keep on coming. And especially with what was there when Josh Jackson was on the board with Christian Kirk, Dallas Goddard, Jesse Bates, there could have been a much better alternative. So, at this point with Tremont being back, you at least have Tremont back. You've got Jair Alexander now, but you still got Kevin King. You got Josh Jackson who didn't work out. Devon House's second stint in Green Bay did not work out. Quentin Rollins is still sitting on the roster. So you've got Tramon and Jair, which is good, but everything else is still a cluster. Meanwhile, at safety, you've got HaHa still, but HaHa is entering the poor years of his career Kentrell Bryce is your other safety. And then Josh Jones is your other safety and neither Kentrell Bryce or Josh Jones were any good. And ha ha Clinton Dix is about to go again through his awful phase. And by the way, ha ha Clinton Dix gets traded midseason because he's in his awful phase. And now they're left with basically Kentrell Bryce, Josh Jones, and a bunch of nothing at safety. They're still playing a ton of Kevin King. And yes, it's nice that they have Jair Alexander. Tremont is still like far from his prime year. So he's a nice, like okay piece to have, but this is getting really, really bad at this point. Once again, you should have still had, at this point, you could have had, what, Casey Hayward and Jair, maybe Tremont Williams still at corner with Micah Hyde and maybe still like a Morgan Burnett at a safety because he still played well for a couple seasons after he left Green Bay. Just bad evaluation after bad evaluation after bad evaluation. Thankfully, one of the good things they did was trade HaHa and actually get something in return for him. That was also one of the few bright spots there. In 2019, they let Devon House go. They let Quentin Rollins go. Kentrell Bryce is gone. Josh Jones is gone. So Josh Jones lasts two years in Green Bay as a second round safety. Quentin Rollins is gone as a complete bust. After letting Kentrell Bryce start a bunch of games, he's gone. The Devon House second coming did not work out at all. So they finally purge all of those. In comes Adrian Amos, and they draft Darnell Savage. So nice signing of Amos. Savage is not great. Let's just put it that way. Kevin King and Jair Alexander are now your starting corners. You still got Tremont Williams, Josh Jackson. Thankfully, Jair and Adrian Amos are there. So you've got two really good players in your secondary. But Savage, a solid rookie year, would have a really nice sophomore year as well. But after that did not work out. Kevin King's still not playing well. So you've still got some questions. And once again... Probably still could have had now what? Jair Alexander, Casey Hayward, Tremont Williams, Micah Hyde, maybe an Adrian Amos still. And again, you probably don't need to spend a first round pick on Darnell Savage if you still had Micah Hyde on the roster, who is still playing at a Pro Bowl level at this point in 2019. In 2020, you let Tremont Williams go. Your cornerback room is Jair Alexander, Kevin King still, Josh Jackson, and Chandon Sullivan. So you've got Jair, and let's just be real, a bunch of nothing. Adrian Amos at safety, and Darnell Savage has his best season in 2020. But you're starting an injured Kevin King over Tremont Williams, who they brought back late in the offseason in the 2020 NFC Championship game. We all know how that ended up before halftime and what ended up happening in that game with Kevin King. He had a terrible game that still in 2020 should have probably been a corner room that still had Casey Hayward and Jair Alexander, maybe a Micah Hyde. Maybe they don't sign an Adrian Amos, but you know, if they had a Micah Hyde, but they could have gone in so many different directions there and still had a really good corner room. Instead, poor evaluations on Kevin King and Josh Jones and Josh Jackson led to a group that wasn't good enough in 2020. In 2021, they draft Eric Stokes. They now let Josh Jackson go after a poor couple seasons in Green Bay. They did find Razul Douglas midseason. Now you're looking at Jair Alexander, Kevin King, Eric Stokes, Chandon Sullivan. You get Razul Douglas in midseason, which was a huge find. You still got Amos and Savage at safety. Savage disappoints in 2021. Kevin King's just not cutting it. Stokes has a nice rookie year. You can tell that you know Chandon's probably going to need to be replaced at some point but still could have been much better at this point. Still, if you have Casey Hayward and and Micah Hyde still playing at a rate, you know, really high level in 2021. In 2022, Kevin King's not brought back. You sign Keyshawn Nixon, you sign Rudy Ford. Your corners are Jaya Alexander, Razul Douglas, Eric Stokes, and Keyshawn Nixon. Stokes gets hurt, doesn't have as good of a sophomore year. We'll still see what happens with Stokes. You've got Amos Savage, Rudy Ford at safety. It's fine. Could have been better. In 2023, so far, Adrian Amos not retained. You go and get a Tavarius Moore and a Jonathan Owens in free agency. And as we sit right now, Jair Alexander, Razul Douglas, Eric Stokes, Keyshawn Nixon, seems like a pretty decent corner room. A lot of that's going to depend on what Razul Douglas can do this year and how you know Eric Stokes can bounce back from a poor and injury uh, season in 2022. But at safety, now you're just barren, right? Darnell Savage, the only reason he's on the team is because he's not a guaranteed deal. Rudy Ford, various Moore, Jonathan Owens are your next safeties. We'll see if they hit anything in Anthony Johnson Jr. But the safety room is barren. At corner, the only real sure thing is Jair Alexander. You've got a couple nice you know, pieces in Douglas Stokes and Nixon, and we'll see what turns out with them. But man, like again, just poor evaluation after poor evaluation. So here were some of the seasons that these Packers had. These are per PFF. Quentin Rollins, in his rookie season, he only played like 300 snaps, but at a 79.1 grade in his rookie year, his two years after that, 59.5, 44.0, and then he was gone. Demarius Randall in Green Bay, 63.7 rookie season, which was okay. 50.2 next year, 62.7 after that, and gone. Those were first and second round picks that lasted a few years, didn't play well, and were gone. Ladarius Gunter had basically one season where he played, had a 50.6 grade. Jerron McMillan, two seasons, had a 65.5 and a 28.3 grade. MD Jennings, 61.7, 56.1. Kevin King, 51.0, 56.6, had a nice 62.7-ish season, then 50.6, and then in limited snaps, he had a 71 grade finally in his last season in Green Bay, but only played like a couple hundred snaps that season. Josh Jackson. 59.1, 60.4, 52.0. 59.1, 60.4, 52.0. Josh Jones, 53.1, 62.3, and then gone. Kenshaw Bryce, 59.0, 55.7, 52.1, gone. Darnell Savage so far, those first two seasons again, 65.7, 72.1, then 57.3, and last year a 47.5 grade. A bunch of really poor evaluations and a bunch of players that did not turn out. Quentin Rollins, Demarius Randall, Ladarius Gunter, Jerron McMillan, MD Jennings, Kevin King, Josh Jackson, Josh Jones, Kentrell Bryce, Darnell Savage. That is a massive chunk of Green Bay secondary over the last 10 seasons. Let me read those names for you so you can vomit for the sixth time. Quentin Rollins, Demarius Randall, Ladarius Gunter, Jerron McMillan, MD Jennings, Kevin King, Josh Jackson, Josh Jones, Kentrell Bryce, and Darnell Savage. Brutal. Meanwhile, the four guys that they let go early, the four guys that they let go early, Charles Woodson, let's start with him. That was the first one that went bad. His next three seasons in the NFL, 73.2, 65.4, 90.1. Those were his next three seasons after his after Green Bay released him. Tremont Williams, this might not sound like the best, but these are solid cornerback numbers overall. 64.3, 65.8, 81.5, 63.3. Those were his next four seasons at corner that he played well and probably would have been better if he just could have stayed in Green Bay. Uh, But those were his next four seasons of solid cornerback play after he left Green Bay and before he got back to Green Bay. Micah Hyde, here were his numbers after he left Green Bay. 87.7, 84.1, 77.7, 70.3, 83.8, and then just this last year in just like 100 snaps before he got hurt a 68.4, but multiple 80 plus level seasons in Buffalo. Casey Hayward, after he left Green Bay, 82.8, 91.1, 75.9, 83.0, had one down year with a 59.5, then a 76.6, and a 64.7. Tore it up after he left Green Bay. All of those names that we just read that you vomited through a, a few minutes ago, that could have been a whole heck of a lot more of Charles Woodson, Tremont Williams, Micah Hyde, and Casey Hayward, but Green Bay effed it up and did not make the right evaluations of their own talent. Now, all said and done, they made a couple really good moves. Drafting Casey Hayward in the second round was great. Drafting Micah Hyde in day three of the draft was great. Drafting Jair Alexander and what Brian Gutekunst was able to do to pick up an extra first round pick, move back, get Jair Alexander in all pro corner. That was phenomenal. They did some good things. Razul Douglas picked up midseason. Good. Keyshawn Nixon on a bare minimum deal. Good. Although more from a special team standpoint than a corner standpoint, in his, at least in his first year in Green Bay. They signed Adrian Amos. That was a really good free agent signing, at least up until last year where things fell off a cliff a little bit but still really good free agent signing. Well, I'll put an incomplete grade on Eric Stokes. I could understand maybe, I could understand the the trauma or the uh, HaHa Clinton Dix draft. Like I I didn't like it at the time. I will tell you that, but I know a lot of people did. And he had a, what, I I think a second team all pro season. I went back and watched that season, by the way, afterwards to see like, was it really a second team all pro? He was good that season. There was no question about it. He might've even been really good, but I don't think it was all pro worthy, but it was really solid season. And then after that, things just fell off a cliff, like a massive cliff. And he was terrible in Chicago, was terrible in Washington, terrible his last couple of years in Green Bay. But I could understand drafting him at that point. The bad so far, Darnell Savage, first round pick on him has been mostly bad. Letting Tremont Williams go too early was bad. Awful. Letting... Charles Woodson go too early, letting Micah Hyde go too early, letting Casey Hayward go too early, drafting Josh Jackson in the second round, drafting Josh Jones in the second round, Demarius Randle in the first round, Quentin Rollins in the second round, Kevin King in what basically was their first round pick, but the first, I think first pick in the second round, like just awful move after awful move. They started with a really good base in 2012. And then they made a series of horrible decisions on evaluating their own talent in evaluating prospects in the draft. And all of it, like it, it just goes to show you one draft of taking a Demarius Randall and a Quentin Rollins watered down their entire secondary because it probably forced them to move on. And even like you could add ha ha Clinton Dixon there as well, but it forced them to move on from guys like Tremont Williams, guys like Micah Hyde and Casey Hayward, who went on to phenomenal careers. And instead Green Bay took the younger, the younger player who maybe thought they thought had more upside that ended up being complete and utter busts. And it's hard not to wonder and hard to Im- not to imagine through all of that time with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, the multiple NFC championship games, the multiple big playoff performances that Green Bay had, had they had the Charles Woodson's, the Micah Hyde's, the Casey Hayward's, the Tremont Williams in those situations, rather than the MD Jennings, the Jerron McMillan's, the... You know, Quentin Rollins, the Demarius Randles that you know all the names at this point, would things have maybe turned out differently? I'm willing to say that they probably at least get to one more Super Bowl, if not win at least one more Super Bowl, had they just evaluated the defensive back position correctly. And that's not even considering had they drafted guys like a Christian Kirk or a TJ Watts or a Jimmy Ward or whoever you want to put in those spots rather than the guys that they actually drafted because they thought they needed defensive backs. But if they just would have evaluated things correctly, they would have been fine in the first place. A brutal, brutal show, a brutal, brutal rundown of how Green Bay evaluated the secondary for over a decade. It's costing Green Bay still today. They don't have a starting caliber safety on the roster right now, and they have to find a way to get better at drafting in the secondary moving forward. Sorry for the bad news. That's what we have to do sometimes as we look back and evaluate things. Hopefully it can be something that Green Bay does better with moving forward. It's going to do it for me today, thankfully. If you made it through this, by the way, you are, like I said, a glutton for punishment, but I love you guys. You're the best. I know you love Packer stock and this is uh, harsh Packard stock, but it's uh, I think necessary to look back and see what went wrong. So appreciate you all I'll be right back here tomorrow, but until next time, and as always go Packo. Go.